to raw welcome you are out the window religion we throw light and dark talk about we will chewbacca soundtrack (laughs) (laughs) that one (laughs) so jess Marky, <laughs> it's fun recording with the guys in the room, I, isn't it? This is so new. Our new thing that we For do us. is <laughs> they get to play sound effects on their phone and laugh in the background. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so I figured since we didn't get to the full thing that you guys prepared last week that we'd work on it again this week. Sounds good to me. Okay. Um, but... I wanted to find a way to intro this all Star Wars geeky and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I want to bring you back a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) I love it. We need the music. (laughs) To episode five. Okay. I know that's confusing. Everybody's now doing math in their head. Yes. It is okay. Okay. So imagine Luke Skywalker leaves from with everybody else and he ends up going to visit to find Yoda for training. Remember that? I do. He he goes and he finds Yoda for training and uh he's like super impatient, doesn't want to do anything and then Yoda explains who he is. Um and there's this cave a little bit later. Do you remember the cave? I remember the cave. Okay. And Luke is like, "Man, something feels a little off." And Yoda's like, "The dark side is strong in there." He said it in total Yoda voice. Total Yoda. (laughs) Yup. But now I'm going to read his quote. He said, in, you must go. And Luke says, what's in there? And Yoda says, only what you take with you. Hmm. And then Luke picks up his weapon to put it around his waist. And Yoda says, your weapons, you will not need them. And Luke defiantly finishes putting the weapons around his waist (laughs) and walks into the cave. Do you remember what happens later? I don't. I'm trying to remember that episode as you were talking. Okay. So here's pretty much what happens. He walks into the cave and he ends up facing Darth Vader. Does he really face Darth Vader? No, he doesn't really face Darth Vader. Um, I personally think that what happens there is Yoda's kind of making a point. Only what you take with you is in there. Mm. right so you're gonna face what's inside of you yeah that's my that's how i interpret it okay and so it is my interpretation because then luke skywalker takes out his um lightsaber that remember yoda said hey you don't need it right and he swings and cuts off darth vader's head so graphic it's great um (laughs) but then when the helmet falls to the ground it's actually luke's face that you see yeah all right, so I think that that's a pretty powerful, um, I don't even know what you call it, metaphor for the fact that what Luke faces, what the hardest thing that Luke faces is the fear that's inside of him. Yeah. Because it's my personal opinion that he was afraid of the dark side. He's afraid of Darth Vader. And maybe even he's afraid of turning into of turning into Darth Vader. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. afraid of becoming part of the dark side. Right. Yeah. Um, Wait, I have to know before you move on. Yeah. Do you like remember that all in your head? No. Okay. <laughs> 
So I did <laughs> rewatch like... all of the Star Wars episodes, but okay. that was pre-tragedy. Okay. And you have to know that everything in my life now exists pre and post. Right. And so anything that happened pre, I have like limited memory of. Yeah. Okay. So I did watch episodes one and I'm partially through episode two. Okay. But I'm not to episode five yet. Okay. But you remembered that? <laughs> Or no, you looked it up. I went on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> it's great. I'm sorry. I'm like outing you right now. And I was like, does she really have that good of a nope. memory? <laughs> nope. Not anymore. I used to. Um, anyway. So I really think that what Luke was facing was yeah. his own fear. Yeah. Luke's greatest enemy in that cave was his own fear. Yeah. Really, it wasn't a reasoned response because it wasn't even a real Darth Vader. Right. He saw something that scared him. He pulled his lightsaber out and attacked it. Um, His failure was ruled by fear. Hmm. See, what I did remember, now this part I really did remember, is that Yoda says to him later, he says, remember your failure at the cave. Hmm. And that is the only reason we know that this is considered a failure. Yeah. Is because we have to remember his failure at the cave, right? Um, Anyway. So all of that to say, this reminded me of a couple verses that are like some of Carlos's and my favorites right now. I want to hear them. Okay. So Ephesians chapter six, you already know where it's going. Yeah. Um, Verses 12 through 13. And I'm going to read it right off this paper because I uh, pulled it up in the Amplified translation. It says this, it says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the day of evil, of danger, and having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, and victorious. Hmm. How cool is that? Yeah. Um, I think it's really powerful to know that we win in the end. Yeah. We already, we already know the end of the Bible. It's there, right? Like, like it tells us God wins. Right. Right. So we know that we win and, and everything in the middle is just really us, um, a tug of war over souls, right? Between, between us helping us being used by God to help bring people into the light. Let's say the light. Yeah. Or the devil trying to keep them in the dark, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so all of that. I know I've been rambling for a little bit. I promise no. there's, there's a point. Are you going to say something? Go ahead. Well, uh, just that verse is is one of my favorites as well, those verses. And and it were, it says to stand firm and, yeah. and to, to just stand. And so many times you get knocked down, but you get back up and you're standing. Like um, there's a song called I'm Still Standing, mm-hmm. um, but by the grace of God, I'm still standing. And and that and any of the songs that say standing, anytime Shane's like, make a set list, guess what? I put like both of those songs on uh, the standing songs. I can't think of the other one right now, but it's because it's so, so much can get thrown at you. I mean, my gosh, what we've experienced yeah, um, yeah. for the past year now and so much can get thrown at you and, and to read this and go, Hey, I'm still standing. Yeah. Right. And yeah. still stand and just stand firm and put this armor on. And that's, that's why it's one of my favorite is, is to keep standing. Yeah. And I don't think standing just so everybody listening, understand, understands, huh? Yeah. Let's just talk about standing and understanding and <laughs> Anyway, 
Um, just so everybody listening understands, I don't think standing necessarily means we're literally standing, like physically standing, physically standing. Yeah. But I think that it means that we're planted mm-hmm. on our foundation. We're planted on God. We're planted on the rock. Right. Like, I think that's what that really means. Yeah. And spiritually standing. And sometimes it is physically. Sometimes, sometimes. it's like, I think of like, um, not a tornado, but like wind coming at you and you're like hunched over and trying to go one direction. You feel like the enemy's coming at you, but you're still standing and still going. Yeah. But sometimes that's spiritual as well, like metaphorically, where you're spiritually still standing because you're not going to let the devil take you out. Right. And sometimes that standing on the rock, standing on the word looks like kneeling down in prayer. Yeah. Like these things are all very real versions of standing. Yeah. And here's why I brought this up. Now, I know you know what I hate the word story, but what account we're talking about today. Yeah. But here's why I brought this up. Because how many times do we as humans get scared or angry at what we're facing? A lot. And we just react. Yeah. We just react. Snapping for me. But yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of responding, we react. Right. And so we attack the wrong things. Yeah. Like instead of, so maybe there's something coming out of us, something coming at us or something coming toward us yeah. that quite frankly looks like it's a person. Yes. Or maybe it's a group of people. Yes. Um but is it really actually them? The answer is always no. Yeah. Cuz clearly it says that our fight is against the spiritual forces of wickedness. Yeah. You know? And so it's those things that we're in really flesh fighting. Form. A lot of times yeah. it is oh, in yeah. flesh form. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's where that's but the devil's using those things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, to be clear. So when you were like, hey, let's talk about Mary Magdalene. Yeah. I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense because yeah. here's the deal. And I'll let you talk about Mary Magdalene because you're the one that did the research on Mary Magdalene in a yeah. minute. But I, I just wanted to say like, like Jesus could have looked at her like she's, it's, it talks about having cast seven demons out of her, right? Yeah. So what must this woman have been like? Can you imagine, like, <laughs> still standing? Let's talk about that. I'm like, still standing. Because every time it says her name, it says that, like, in parentheses. And, and I don't The woman who demons were half yeah. out of? <laughs> yes, every single time. <laughs> it has that next to it. And it, we don't, I couldn't find the actual account of the demons being cast out of her. I looked too and could not find I it. Couldn't I couldn't figured we it. could read it today. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Honest, I, it was, I was going to write it on here. And I mean, we don't know, we know the ministry that she did alongside Jesus. You know, we know that. Um, but every time her name was mentioned, <laughs> it had it in parentheses. Like, and I'm like, can you imagine what she actually walked out? You know, the life that she was living before those demons were cast out of her. I mean, what might, what might she have been doing? Yeah. You know, um, those seven demons, what might those seven demons have been? Right. Let's name some things that become demons in our lives. Addiction. Yeah. Um, can you name another one? Because my brain, like that's where it went and then it stopped. <laughs> can you, you got another one for me? No. Oh, no. <laughs> my brain is like not there. Um, but, but I, I know that people have tried to guess like what that, what it was. I saw it. And one of them was gossip and one of them, you know, there, they've been other things that, that people have tried to guess, like the different things, but, but I believe that it's not one is not two is not three. It was right. My point in like pointing out some of what it could be is so, so if it is, um, addiction, yeah, maybe it's disease on top of that. Yeah. Maybe she was super sick. Yeah. Um, 
and gossip. So can you imagine a gossiping, addicted person who is also sick, Yeah. who is around other people? Would that be a fun person to be around? No. That would be a scary person to be around. Yeah. Like most of us would be like, uh, no, thank you. Get the H-E double hockey sticks away from me. Yeah. Like, like seriously, like just like the ex, like get away. Yeah. And, and you think about how, man, we walk this life out and we talked about flesh form and things coming at you in flesh form. And a lot of times as Christians, quote unquote, in churches, we would run away from that person instead of casting those demons out. In, in an instant, right? Like, y'all hear me try to snap. Y'all didn't hear me. It's fine. Um, and instead of trying to, to cast those dem- demons out in an instant, we would walk away from her. Or we'd attack her. And yeah. that's my point. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, like, she, somebody may do the same thing to her as Luke did to that, um, whatever, pretend Darth Vader. <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. Um, it was vision. just like an, um, yeah, it was a, like vision. a vision. It was like yeah. a vision. Yeah. Like, People would probably do that yeah. if they were if they were in a place where they were away from other people yeah. and she came at them. Yeah, we'd think that we were protecting ourselves mm-hmm. and just and had a right and just yeah. react. Yeah, yeah, and had a right to to do so. Yeah, and 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 that's where the we you know we kick religion out the window here and out the you know the door. So here we are, like as Christians, seeing that person, um, and then seeing that the devil's were the demons were cast out of her yeah and then seeing that happen and seeing god use her can you imagine the judgment though too let's absolutely like the judgment of um uh -uh, that you know because we tend to christians tend to not who is that person allow people to change yeah like they don't allow people to change and so that we don't we can only see them with those those demons inside of them instead of going, Hey, they've been redeemed by the blood of God. Look at them now. Look through the lenses of Jesus's eyes and how he sees them. And, um, man, just to see her be used after that. I think we should say some of the things that she was used for real quick. Um, do you have one that you wanted to mention there? Cause I have a couple that I was thinking Go ahead about. and start with yours. Okay. So Luke chapter eight verses one through three says this soon afterward, he went on through cities and villages proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. He means Jesus, right? Yeah. And the 12 disciples were with him and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene from whom seven demons have gone out just like Jess said. Mm-hmm. And then it keeps going. Listen, this is a time period where women got no, nothing. Yeah. They had no value. Right. And it's very specific. Mm -hmm. Luke is very specific that not only were the 12 disciples following Jesus, but also these women. And then he's very specific that the women who followed him were people who were healed. Yeah. One of them was Mary, Mary Magdalene. Right. And how crazy is that? It's, I think it's cool. I mean, it's, it is freaking cool. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I mean, as a woman in ministry and you know, like the struggles that we face, but it, it's just so cool that she got to, that she, be used, she even, got to be used by God. Yeah. You know, there are some people that suspect that she was also the woman with the uh, perfume. Yeah. That's not known. I'm like we're going to go there. And it actually doesn't <laughs> say, it actually doesn't say the woman whom demons were cast no, out. No, so it, it may or may not be. Which makes you think it's not, right? Like, <laughs> you know, it, I, I had written it down. And I think it would have been so cool if it was like the same person that, that. Mary was just such a common name that yeah, there is. Yeah, it probably wasn't. There though. is no way to know. Yeah. Um, but 
there is a part where it specifically says that he appeared first to Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. From whom he cast out seven demons yeah. again. So it's her. Yeah. It's it's very specific. Mm-hmm. So not only does she follow him, but he appears first her. Yeah. And then guess who also was standing at the cross of Jesus when he's up there? Yeah. Who had the guts to stand there? There weren't many. Mm-mm. Who was it? Don't you think? Jesus' mom. Yeah. Mary Magdalene. Yeah. And it was John. It was John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I really believe like that was support. Yeah. You know? I, I believe that that was support. Well, the entire world turns away from Jesus. Yeah. Everybody. And they were not going to. Peter's like, nope, I don't know who he is. Yeah. Nope, I don't know who he is. Yeah. And and the three of them were there, and two of them were women. And one of those women was his mom, which, honestly, love all the moms out there, but she kind of doesn't count. I mean, she does, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, your mom's always going to be like, hey, you sing so beautifully, honey. Yeah. Like, yeah. let me get you a record deal. Meanwhile, yeah. you're – meanwhile – the person behind them's like, don't they encourage that. <laughs> but she, but can you imagine what she had to, to witness? Yeah. Like to see, yeah. to see that and to hear the sounds and all the things. Well, I think there's some power in that too, though. Cause if you think about it, when you go through hard things, mm-hmm. when you have walked through trauma, when you've walked through suffering, when you've walked through demons like that, it's possible to stand in the hard things. Mm without falling apart. Yeah. Um, and I think we've seen that in this journey, right? Yeah. Like there are those people who have walked with us yep. and a lot of those people who have walked with us are the ones who have also been through a mess. Yep. Um, so I think that's important to note too. Yeah. But I'm just thinking, okay, this yeah. person who was absolutely so influential in Jesus's ministry yeah. would not have existed at all. Had somebody been so scared of her that they pulled out a lightsaber and chopped her head off. <laughs> I love the way you put it, Star Wars. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, where is she going? Lightsaber? What? Chuck that off? Okay. No. <laughs> Listen, right. if if Star Wars was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, I can't. Maybe a long, long time ago was a couple decades or a couple um, I don't know. millennia ago. Millennia. Right? Is that the word for a thousand years? <laughs> oh, it's fine. You're it's cracking fine. me up today. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I think it's important for us to think about that. Like, yeah. like she could not have been so powerful had nobody given her the chance. Yeah. If people were too scared of her. Yeah. And a lot of people may have been, but yeah. guess who wasn't? Jesus. And he never is. Yeah. Yeah. And he saw her for what she could be. I mean, we do, it doesn't say that he's the one that casted the devils out. We like don't have clarity on that, but... My gosh, he saw her without those devils, without those demons, and and pulled that out of her and then said, let's walk together. Yeah. And that's it's just huge. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to read the verse that you had put down there? For Paul and Mary Magdalene. Yeah. Um, I mean, we talked about Paul last week. We did. We did. For you were once darkness, but you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. And that's Ephesians 5, 8. And I, I think that for both of them, Paul, Saul, Paul, Mary, um, her name didn't change, but they've walked in darkness. Her name may have changed. Her I wonder, name, what, I, I wonder I, what they called her prior to that. I mean, was it something else? Because they say her full name, right? Like, we think that's her last name is what we're guessing. You know, I, I, think, do. I think they call her that because she was from Magdalia. Because of where she was from? Um, 
Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't, don't think know. any of the women get last names. And most of the men's last names were their trades. So. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, but they were both in darkness and then and then walked with Jesus, right? Like, and were light. Yeah. And so I think that that was them. I said when. When I wrote this down, I wrote Mary down, um, and her Star Wars character. I I said Luke Skywalker. What do you think? I I mean I know it's a guy, and so we were talking about it, and Drew was like, "No, it's Leia," and I'm like, "That's because she's a girl." You just want to say it. So I am really stuck on the Star Wars since since we named Carlos Yoda last week. Right. I'm really stuck on on putting faces with our faces to the Star Wars characters. Okay. Like, so, so I, I can't, I can't name Mary Magdalene Luke Skywalker. You can't name her Luke Skywalker. I can't because I had another thought. Okay. That I'm not going to share this time. Okay. Maybe another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely another episode because I have a better thought to share with this episode. Okay. What's your thought? So I have it on really good authority. There was a vote taken. Okay. You're scared, right? Yep. (laughs) I have it on really good authority that you are, in fact, Leia. Me? You are Leia because Leia was high maintenance. What? <laughs> <laughs> and what? I can totally, and Leia was a leader. <laughs> There's well, the good part. Okay. Fine. Like, <laughs> I guess I'm good. <laughs> right? And I can totally see you walking behind the Wookiee like, Will someone get this walking carpet out of my way? Yeah, totally. Yeah, like, like That's I just, fair. I just see. That's fair. Your like, I'm I don't not... even know what word to call it. <laughs> like your personality and Leia, it works. It works. It works. Shane's behind you, putting his thumb up. <laughs> see, it's true. <laughs> I'm not high maintenance. I'm not sitting in a chair from the living room right now. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Anyway, I anyway. honestly think we, I mean, do you have more to add to this? Because mm-hmm. we might actually be a little bit short today, but I think that's okay. I think it's okay, too. We've been long on so many of the others, and this is fun. It is fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I have to, I'm going to get caught up on Star Wars so I can. Yep. Yeah. And so apparently I'm the one that's that's uh, naming people characters right now. So next week, should we find out who Shane is next week? Yes, I think we should. I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have an idea. So let's kick it over to Yoda and Shane. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the really segment of the podcast show thingamajigger that we're doing here. (laughs) Uh, Man, we are in it now. We are into May and May the 4th. May the 4th. Yes. May, May the... you know, play on words. Yes. May the force be with you. All Star Wars themed month of May. Um, so if you're just joining us this week uh, for the first week in May, welcome to the the dark side or the light side, <laughs> uh, depending on your perspective. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, hey, uh, the ladies did an awesome job talking about light and dark today, and uh, and I love their greeting. It was fun. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, the, the Yoda little play on words. Yeah. Uh, it was funny because beforehand we had that conversation, and we're like, Carlos, can you translate into yeah. Yoda? <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not like just do it. You know, you got to actually think it out the, how he would, he would word those things. So it's pretty fun. Uh, but man, you know, uh, I was talking or I was, I was listening when I was listening to the ladies talk about, I was thinking about how 
Um, most of the time when you think about light versus dark, uh, especially in a w- earthly aspect in the earthly realm, what we, what you and I would perceive here, it's usually when we look at it, we think, um, it's an us versus them situation, right? Well, where the Christians are standing up and the world is our combatant, yeah. right? We're fighting against the world for the things of God. And the truth of the matter is it's not. Yeah. And just like Mark, you read the scripture today, um, that it's not a physical battle. It's a spiritual battle and it's spiritual things that we're combating, not physical things. Right. Uh, so the, the enemy is not the people Mm-hmm. It's the spirit. Correct. So when we fight, we don't fight using earthly means. We fight using spiritual means. Well, what what weapons do we have spiritually speaking? The very first and foremost weapon I would consider to be the word of God, mm-hmm. speaking truth. When you declare truth, there's no argument for truth. You can't right. argue against it. You can't fight it. Truth is truth, mm-hmm. um, and it cuts like a lightsaber. So <laughs> yeah. prepare for decapitation or dismemberment. <laughs> or, or whatever Mark you happen to be thinking of at the moment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's uh, that, and of course, prayer. We we pray a yeah. lot, and uh, and we we pray that God has His way and does His mm-hmm. His stuff in the in the world around us to to bring forth those spiritual victories. But in the end, we know that He's already won the battle, right? And so when we even like when we have this conversation about spiritual warfare, about battle, about fighting light versus dark, mm-hmm. there really is no fight. Uh, you kind of take the fight out of the enemy as soon as God shows up. There's no one who can stand before him. True. Not one person. Right. Not one enemy. There's no devil bigger than God. Mm-hmm. It's it's over. As soon as he makes an appearance, ding, 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 game's over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you might as well hand him the victory crown and be done with it. Uh, but, you know, we, we have to still be steadfast in this journey and and fight our own fight. Right. Uh, and Paul calls it the good fight of faith. We fight the good fight of faith. What does that mean? Walking out your daily life, living for Jesus and shining for him, right? Right. So, yeah, that, that was one of the things I wanted to talk about um, is is that it's not the world that we're combating. It's, it's a spiritual fight. Um, mm-hmm. So did you have anything you wanted to say about that? I no. see you scrolling. No, no. I mean, I, I, a couple of things that Marky said, but uh, nothing to do with what you're okay. saying. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll get to you in a minute. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about is, look, if when we're talking about a, a battle between light and darkness, mm-hmm. so when you imagine if if we were going to choose a combatant to play the light side, right? To be the light victory victory fighter, the one on the light side, we would pick the most powerful the strongest, most cunning person we could imagine mm-hmm. because we want to win, right? Right. And in our imagination, that combatant is going to be the most, the best, right? Mm-hmm. You would want the Bruce Lee or the Jackie Chan or the Jet Li, like whatever, the, yeah, comp- right. the fighter, yeah. uh, the the Mike Tyson, the, the, the big heavy hitters, the ones mm-hmm. that are not the Mary Magdalene. Right. The one who's a prostitute <laughs> and was had seven demons in her and then comes to fight. And you're like, really? You're going to choose her? <laughs> right. Well, it's a different battle. <laughs> it is. And it's not. So it's not a physical. It, that kind of lose back to the, it's not yeah. a physical fight. Right. But at the same time, I'm sure if if we were going to choose a, a, uh, our combatant in this manner, we wouldn't choose her no matter what. She was unreliable. 
she like just flighty. I mean, and the ladies talked about, you know, seven demons in her. There's no telling what she could have been dealing with through life. Right. I was going to say we, as a, as people probably wouldn't choose her. Right. But if we, but if you look at people through God's eyes, it's a different story. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to, what I wanted to highlight with saying that is our choice is usually not the one God chooses. Right. Um, and, and this is what I wrote down. I said, God, God historically used those who were socially outcasts to change the world. So he chose people who were out. Look at Moses, who had a speech impediment. Um, look at Rahab, who God, you don't even want to get into the story of Rahab, <laughs> but she was one of the ones God specifically chose to use along the lineage of Christ. Um, these people who were not good people weren't like I mean, you can even look at King David, mm-hmm. who now we hail as the as the the one who was um, after the man the man after God's own heart, right? Right. Uh, and yet, what did he do? Murdered, mass yep. murder, yep. Uh, like just utter betrayal. Uh, just it just was he was not a good person, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't choose those people if we got to pick. Right. Like we'd want like the the uh, Billy Graham. The big right, yeah, yeah. powerhouse, yeah. like man of God. We want the, <laughs> yeah. and, and typically then that's why Jesus, when he came, that's why all the Pharisees went nuts mm-hmm. because this guy, this guy's going to save us. Really? This guy. Mm-hmm. And so all the people, and we do the same thing today. We yeah. look at people and their problems and their situations. And we say, yeah, you're ineligible to work for God. You're not eligible because of your history. You're not qualified. You're not eligible because you're you don't have education. Right. You're not eligible because you had a divorce. Right. You're not eligible because um, whatever your kids are, which which is crazy because everything you're naming are struggles that actually create more. Our, our relationship closer to God, so that actually does qualify us. Right. But we as people think it doesn't. And th- those things, though, and and when when you look at this stuff, uh, what my the my my own imagination when I look at this, I, I have to wonder why God, why God did you pick the people who were the least to do what you wanted to accomplish? Mm-hmm. And and I think it always goes back to this: that God will take the little things mm-hmm. to destroy the big things for His glory. Because if if he'd have taken the most powerful person and they look, if you put Mike Tyson in the ring with me and I get knocked out, nobody's touting God's power. Right. But you put Mike Tyson in the ring with me and I knock him out cold, then all of a sudden, what's on this guy that put that guy down? Mm-hmm. Because from a worldly vision, that's impossible. Right. But God does the impossible. Yes. And he uses you and me. Mm-hmm. The little people, the people who aren't special, right. who who lived a life that wasn't perfect, uh, and and made no name for ourselves, mm-hmm. and yet God chooses to use us. And if you're listening at home, God's choosing to use you mm-hmm. right where you are to touch your people who are in your circle of influence, right. because we all have our little circles that we we have to to influence those people. And we ask for God to broaden those Mm -hmm. and make our influence bigger. And if he does awesome, but if he doesn't continue doing what you're doing, impact those people who are around you. Right. Right. That's what life's about. That's why we're here. Yeah. 
So yeah, uh, I, I think uh, we could we can I think we can say without a doubt that because of Mary Magdalene's background, mm-hmm. she's not what we would classify as a, a a great person of influence. And yet today, two thousand years later, mm-hmm. we're still reading her story. How many how many right. people has she influenced? Well, see, and that's my when you said that I'm going. She didn't have the influence that we that we think of when somebody says, "Oh, they're an influencer." Right. But everybody knew her. Well, at least in Jesus circle, they all knew her because she was always there, right? Well, I'm I'm saying even before that, when she was with the seven demons, you know, she wasn't known as Mary Magdalene, but she was known as Mary. (laughs) Wasn't in a good way. (laughs) They knew her, but but everybody knew her. Right. Now, did she influence them in a good way? No. (laughs) But she was still an influencer because everybody knew her. Right. Right. You know. Um. But one thing that uh, Yoda says to go kind of with your thing here, um. You know, he goes, uh, size, I'm not going to say it in the Yoda voice, by the way. Don't. Um, it goes, size matters not. Look at me. Judge me by my size, do you? Hmm? And while you should not, for my ally is the fourth force, and a powerful ally it is. Right. Which kind of, uh, again, the way I see this is more like the force being like God, the spirit realm, you know, God's heaven or, or whatever you want to call it. And you shouldn't judge people by anything. Right. Whether it's size, strength, you know, um, sin. Spirituality. Yeah, because God is everywhere. He's not just, he's not close to me only or, or close to you or close to a pastor. Or, or, you know, he doesn't have a special relationship with Billy Graham. <laughs> you know, he's everywhere at all times. It's just a matter of you being in tune and listening to yeah, him. Paying attention. Right. right. Which is what he says. Right. Yoda keeps going on. I'm not going to read it, but he keeps going on. That says you have to see everything that's around you, the trees, the ship, you know, he's everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's good stuff, man. The only only one more thing I wanted to mention. Um, they, they read Ephesians 5.8, and I want to read it one more time and just kind of highlight it for a moment. It says, you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Now, I wanted to point out this. Um, the the wording is very specific. It says, you were once darkness, not you were once in darkness. Mm-hmm. And it says, but now you are light in the Lord, not you are in the light of the Lord. So listen, if you are a lover of Jesus, a follower of Christ, you need to realize that when we talk about light versus dark, you are the light of the world. It is your job to shine in those dark places. It's not you walk in the light and the light's coming from somewhere else. No, you are the brilliance of the majesty of our God. You shine for the world to see. What does it look like to shine for God? Live a life that gives Him glory. Mm -hmm. Live a life that leads others into His presence. That's what it looks like. And when you shine, everyone's going to be looking at you. Now, okay, for you, for you uh, people who who are introverts, I'm sorry, (laughs) they may look at you. Well, they'll still look. They won't say anything. (laughs) But the goal is not to be seen. Right. It's to be. Uh, for God to be seen through us. Right. And that's yes. what we want the world to see is is our God, the greatness of our God. Absolutely. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. All right. <laughs> let's kick it back to the ladies. Well, that was fun. It was. Yeah. Welcome to the light side of the podcast. <laughs> 
she cracks me up. Nah, they're amazing. Yeah, they're not yeah. the dark side. I, no. be, I promise. Um, and even the way Carlos speaks, I know we studied Yoda, like the way he even speaks, he like slowly, like you can tell he's really thinking about the words that he's going to yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. I mentioned that to your kids earlier and they were like, yep, he's totally Yoda. Oh, you did? I love yeah. it. <laughs> I love it. We'll have to tell him I'm Leia. Yep. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So at some point, oh, we were talking about, they were talking about looking at people through God's eyes. Yeah. Um, struggle is what makes us strong and God does the impossible, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, so I think those were pretty powerful things. Yeah. Um, you know, Yoda says, my ally is the force. Well, my ally is Jesus, right? We yeah. compared Jesus to the force. I think that's that's a pretty powerful thing to say. Yeah. My ally is the force. <laughs> yeah, my ally is the force. My <laughs> ally is Jesus. So all of us Jesus and Star Wars geeks out there, um, you know, when we're struggling, when we're having a rough day, and yeah. some of our well, let's not own our demons. Some of the demons are trying to own us. Yeah. We can say, my ally is Jesus. Like, yeah. get behind me, Satan. Yeah. Right? And <laughs> yeah. Own, put the ownership with him, with yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think, it's, I think it's super, super important to do that. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the things that I was thinking about. And I was thinking, you know, I know we were a little bit short today. Yeah. And I think maybe part of that, I mean, I am a little bit tired. So there's that. Hmm. Um, not growing humans. <laughs> I'm not really. Um, but so, but as the guys were talking, I was thinking that the power that's missing that, that we missed out on saying, and they brought up some of it, but I, with Jesus as our ally, mm. we can overcome that dark. Yeah. I think that's what we need to make sure that we say yeah. is with Jesus as our ally, ally, we can overcome whatever darkness is with us. Yeah. Um, whether it's, fear and anxiety and all of those things. And and a lot of times it's not, and they're gone. Right. Um, but it's those tiny little steps every day of saying, you know what? I'm not going to let the anxiety beat me today. And I'm going to get out of bed and I'm going to go do that thing that scares me a little bit. Yeah. And remembering who you are, that when Shane said um, the verse and he clarified for you, for you were once darkness, but you now are light. Right. And when he clarified that to my ally is Jesus. Right. <laughs> right. Like, but to, to just remember who you are because you're not darkness anymore. You are light now. And to remember who you are and whose you are. And we talk about this on so many podcasts. Yes. I feel like it's like um, the it's one of the underlying themes. Like we the have a string. few underlying themes. <laughs> one of them is make room. One of them is remember whose you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, but I think it's so important though too. And just in our everyday walk just to recenter and go, Hey, my ally is Jesus. And remember, I'm not darkness. I'm light now because my ally is Jesus. Right. Yeah. And like, sometimes that is just what give us, gives us that little bit of oomph yeah. to overcome whatever it is that that day is our dark side. Yeah. It's funny. You said, oh, we went for a walk today as a family and there's a little hill at the end of it. And it's not even a little what? Hill. Did she, I say she it said even worse now? <laughs> It went from heel to heel, heel, heel. Um, heel. <laughs> you knew what I meant. And so, Sorry. like on the hill, like I was. You just keep <laughs> saying it. Keep saying it. So Drew got behind me, and he just kind of like pushed me, and I like leaned back, and he pushed me up the hill, and so I was able to make it 
because <laughs> it's like at the end of our walk. Um, but you know, it's kind of like that. Sometimes we have to lean into God and just trust so him. You just, to- you just, should we let Drew know that he is God in your <laughs> demonstration here? Because um, no. he's 16. Let's and I think that's him. a really, really bad idea. Let's not give him a little him. bit of a big head. That's not, he's almost 17, but let's not tell him. Let's keep that. No. Um, I have one more thing. If we're done with that yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have one more thing that I have to share. Okay. All I could think about was Sister Act when Carlos is like, everybody knew her. You know, how oh. at the beginning, <laughs> not at the beginning, like toward, uh, like partially through yeah. uh, when Whippy Goldberg is like, like leading the choir yeah. and they like tell a story and the ladies are like, we, we're going to talk about a woman. Mm-hmm. She was no stranger to sin. And then the next woman goes, she was no stranger to practically anybody. <laughs> yeah. And that's all I could think about. Yeah. I'm like, hey girl, what's up? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> so this is the kind of person yeah. that Jesus chose to be the first one who saw him. Yeah. And I just think that that is so totally powerful because again, it doesn't matter who we are. It matters whose we are and yeah. whose we are yeah. is that our ally is Jesus and yeah. he already won. Yeah. And, and and just like we said, he he's our ally. I just want, I think it's important that we say that he sees you. Yeah. He sees you and he sees you past all of the, the condemnation that you're putting on yourself. Come on, we're human, we're women, especially that listen, um, we condemn ourselves so much, right? And we hold ourselves to a line that God's not even holding us to. And so I just want you to know he sees you. Yeah. He sees you right where you are. You do know we're going to have to pray over this one again yeah. too, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I have chills and I just feel like this is important that, that you hearing that. Uh, yeah, I think we should pray. Do you want to pray this time? Um, I can start. Do you? Okay. <laughs> My brain is not fully I know, functional. The way you hesitated. <laughs> I'll finish. <laughs> All right, God, thank you so much. Thank you so much for who you are. And yeah. thank you for, for choosing us. Thank you for making us the who's that we are. Yeah. Um, we just thank you for, for Jesus. Thank you for sending him to us. And thank you that he is our ally every day as we walk out. Um, we walk out the good days. We walk out the bad days. Thank you, God, that, that, um, that we don't have to be known by everybody because we're known by you and you know what is inside of us and you will choose the people that you see fit to choose and we just it's just so so um so humbling that it is us that you're choosing even to be on this microphone right now (laughs) so we just we're just so grateful for the opportunity and we just ask that you 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 bless our words and, and you bless the hearts that are listening and even more important guys God, sorry. We ask that you uh, you touch the heart of each woman who yeah. is listening to this yeah. podcast right now, yeah. um, and each man too. Yeah. Um, and we just ask that you remind them whose they are, yeah. and that whatever it is that they are walking through right now, that it is not bigger than right. you. It will yeah. never be bigger than you. It's not possible mm. for it to be bigger than you because you win in the end. And we know this. Thank you, God, that our ally is Jesus and that you can help us push back the dark for the light. Yeah. God, just help the person listening to our voices right now. God, let them tangibly feel your hands on their backs as they're walking up that hill. Whatever is in their life, God, that they are trying to overcome. God, that they would know that you see them and that you're carrying them and you're there and you are truly their ally. Let them know their love, God. In Jesus' name I pray. 
Amen. Amen. So, guys, join us next week uh, when we kick religion out the door again. And uh, we are going to work on week three of Light versus Dark. Here on Raw. Well done. You're a rebel now.